I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The hammer. Oh, my goodness. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski, and Kate Constable with us this morning. Thank you for listening and watching us on Twitch and YouTube. The NBA draft is tonight, so we're going to talk about some of our favorite bets finalize them and before we get to some of joe o's favorite draft position bets that we haven't mentioned yet did you guys see the interview with Wembenyana on espn where he said uh he's immune to all of the draft hype and all of the pressure i don't want to be a hater but i'm kind of like really like you don't feel any pressure i mean people are like comparing him to like lebron essentially with all of this hype and it's like i think there's some pretty big shoes to fill for him kate yeah i would be hard pressed to believe he's not feeling any sort of pressure i guess maybe not pressure in terms of knowing where he's going to go in the draft order that seems pretty obvious um, yeah. I didn't see that interview, Aaron, but unless it was part of the JJ Reddick's podcast that he did, because I listened <laughs> to a couple clips of that one and he's like, I know my place in this universe. So I'm, I have no fear of what my future looks like. And so he seems like a little like theological kind of whimsical in terms of how he approaches life and things like that. Um, but mm. if I were him, yeah, there's a little bit of pressure. You're, you're the best draft prospect since LeBron, um, Tim Duncan, you have been compared to with exactly. the Spurs first pick, you know, there's a lot to live Playing up to for, for Pop. him. I mean, Pop yeah. doesn't play oh, no games sure. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that the interview I'm referring to was with Malika Andrews. He just sat down with her and I saw it on ESPN this morning. I muted that when I was watching. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't miss anything. I turned the volume on, heard that question and quote was like, yeah, I think I'm good on this interview (laughs) right now. What do you think, Joe? Well, I was laughing when uh, Kate brought up the J.J. Reddick interview because I did see a clip of it. And J.J. Reddick is 6'4". He looks like a baby. He looks mm-hmm. like Darren Sproles sitting next to Vic. <laughs> like they're across each other on, on, on sofas or whatever. And yeah, he looks so tiny. That's, uh, that's what just made me laugh. I, you know, I the pressure, that. yeah, tonight and, and the expectation level, um, we haven't seen this since what? Like when the Yao Ming hype, the LeBron hype, as you mentioned. You know, we, if you want to go more recent, Zion. And that's been a disappointment. True. But when healthy, he has met those expectations. They are tempered by being in San Antonio, are they not? Because if he's in New York, if he's in LA, 
one of the bigger media markets True. or teams that, you know, more interest as far as NBA cities, um, that hype's going to be there every day. It's every single day. And in San Antonio, is he, is it really going to be like that? I don't, that's I don't a good point. So. If he's going to the you know, Knicks or the Lakers, this is a totally yeah. different conversation. Mm-hmm. We're, we're seeing him all over, you know, the national sports TV shows, like nonstop. They'd be hyping this up. Even yeah. like Instead Boston or, NFL. or somewhere out east. <laughs> yeah. Other than Washington, that is. Oh, <laughs> out east, other than Washington. Yes, correct. <laughs> We can't have nice things here in Washington lately. <laughs> All right. what I know, Joe, you, you said there's some draft uh, position bets that you like for tonight that we haven't had time to talk about yet. So where are you looking? Yeah, over the last couple of days, we've talked about some, and the, these markets move so much. Like You don't want to rehash some of those older bets that are unavailable at this point. Uh, but there mm-hmm. are some draft position uh, numbers that I'm taking a look at. And you know the ones at the very top, those numbers are so seem to be sharp, you know, based on all the information that we have right now. So, and you know, the Miller number is so gone and the Thompson twins, same thing, Jarvis Walker, like these seem to be pretty locked in with all the reporting and all the, the latest mocks available. So as far as draft position, I was uh, looking down the board a little bit and the ones that uh, jumped out to me are a little juice, but not too much. Cause I, I'm not going to bet those. I mean, the draft, who knows? There's so much misinformation out there. I would not be betting anything that's like minus 300. We, we saw a lot of people get burned <laughs> by those in the NFL draft. No joke at all. Um, one that we've talked a lot about, Aaron, this week is Cooley Bali. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, the number is 11 and a half. And, you know, this, this is close, but I'm wondering if – if the hype is bringing this number down too much and the, at 11 and a half, I, if I'm going a spot, I'm going over and I saw him mocked 12 by some of the most respected uh, mock drafters out there. Gavoni put him at 12, Sam Vecini, Kevin O'Connor, all put him at over 11 and a half. So that's the only way I would go because of some of the hype and, you know, tied in with Vic, it, it feels like that number's pushed down a little bit. And another one that I was taking a look at as far as draft position, I, I've got two more. Case and Wallace out of Kentucky, the number's 14 and a half, just a little bit to the over. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, a, a lot of the, uh, the people that I follow for this stuff, they, ha- they all have them going over that number. It's close with uh, Vicini at 15, Kevin O'Connor 16, Gavoni down at 18. So a number of spots after that. And then there was one more, uh, Leonard Miller, his number's 21 and a half, also juiced to the over. Uh, that makes sense to me. Everybody has him going over 21 and a half. Gavodi actually has him going at 27 overall. But what I would warn people is if you're doing draft position into the 20s, it's a bit of a crapshoot. I mean, who knows? I mean, once we get outside the top 10, the, the wide range of outcomes Man, it seems to be all over the place. But, you know, morning of the draft, those are a few draft positions that I'm taking a look at. I'm wondering if Bali, is Bali Coolaby that possibly he's Cooley, climbed draft? Coolie Bali. Coolie Bali. Because of his connection with Wembenyama. Yes. Right? He, exactly. with someone like he came out of nowhere. 
Yeah. I'm gonna look. Yeah. Right, all exactly sudden. why I didn't even know how to pronounce his name correctly. Um, that's my concern with him. So, Joe, I like you're over there. Um, a player to go in the top 10. I'm kind of looking mm -hmm. at Kobe Bufkin out of Michigan. He's someone who's kind of quietly risen up boards over the last couple of days. And he's tiny. He's only 6'4", but he's got a 6'8 wingspan. So great perimeter defender, someone who can guard kind of multiple positions, whether he's guarding, you know, a smaller wing player or the point guard, has good speed, feel for the game, kind of compared to a little bit of a D'Angelo Russell right out of Ohio State. Now, I'm not super high on D'Lo, so I don't love that comparison, but seeing him kind of move up draft boards uh, over the last couple of days, I think he could possibly go to the Wizards um, at, I think, eight. Jazz at nine even could be an option. Mavs at 10, somewhere in that range, the eight to um, the, the 10 range for Bufkin, I think could be interesting. And then I also like Bryce Sensible to go in the top 20. He's out of Ohio State, one of the best uh, NBA-ready bodies coming into um, the, the league this year. Best freshman, one of the best freshmen, I should say, in the country last season and is just really – one of the more pure scorers in this class. He can hit threes. He's great in the mid range, whether he's, you know, uh, off the catch and shoot or rating his own shot. And then being he has so much size, he's 6'6", 230. He can really back down smaller defenders in the post and kind of go to work down low. So a lot of upside for Bryce Sensabaugh um, out of Ohio State. I think he's plus 430 around that at, at a couple places to go in the top 20, uh, which is a number mm -hmm. I kind of like. <laughs> so going back to Cooley Bali, because I'm going down a rabbit hole, back on June 4th, Wembenyana tweeted, by now everyone knows he deserves to be top 10, but not enough realize he deserves to be top 5. Like, this is just... Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, to me, is like... And how... It's tough. Like, uh, I guess if they're already scouting Wembenyana and it's his teammate, they perhaps have seen enough of him play. But it seems to be you are hearing he could go nine. I saw a report that he could go to the Wizards at eight. Now, the only argument there is the Wizards have been making some terrible decisions <laughs> lately. So that maybe wouldn't surprise me if he does go under that 11 and a half, which is plus money. But it just... Uh, at plus at, at exactly even money, I don't think that's enough value for me to just take a shot at it. Yeah, I I I like going over on that number, and I just saw one that's about even money at over eleven and a half at Koulibaly. So yeah, I I would fade some of this the some of the noise. I'm not yeah, even going to say ridiculous. Thing. I would I would fade some of the noise as far as that goes. Uh, so I was looking at also some value plays and. You know, Kate just brought up Sensabaugh. And it's interesting, like, where he is odds-wise, um, there's a lot of people projecting late 20s, and uh, she's betting on top 20, which makes sense. There's a lot of variance down there once you get to that point in the draft. I was looking at him at first round. Like, it's crazy. Like, Sensabaugh, okay, let, let's say he's, you know, he's mocked a lot, like 28, somewhere in that range. For a first-round pick in the top 30, he's minus 800. So I think these first round prices are so mispriced. These mm -hmm. names that are projected mm -hmm. to go between 25 and 30, like they're minus 1,000, they're minus 800. I think it's absolutely insane. So a couple names that uh, jumped out to me. It, now this, 
On these, I'm just looking for value. I'm looking for uh, good plus money bets. And we were talking to Ricky O'Donnell yesterday, and he was talking about Amon Bailey slipping into the first round, which you can find him at about five to one right now. I see it at plus 450 out there. So I could see him potentially being a top 30 pick. And then another one that I was taking a look at today, and Sam Bassini does have him going into uh, the first round. And, and the idea of the Nuggets making the case for going out and getting champions, guys that are winning at the college level, and, and how much it helped their team in big spots this past season. Andre Jackson Jr. out of Connecticut, he's 5-1 to one to be a first-round pick. Vecini uh, put him at 30 overall. Uh, to the Clippers, and most most mocks that I see, they have you know just after that. So that that could be like a coin flip situation where teams are just looking for someone that is coming from a winning culture, just won a championship. Maybe Andre Jackson Jr. Uh, can sneak into the first round, and at five to one, I think that's a pretty good value play. What Seems about like Marcus Sasser? Uh, he visited the Nuggets. He's also five to one. Did you look at that? Sasser. No, I did not. I did not take a look at that one. I'm just reading he he had a good visit, so I thought that could be interesting as well. Um, Jairus Walker from Houston as well, um, with Sasser's teammate. I mean, he's received a ton of attention lately. He'll be a, a top 10 pick for sure, I would believe so. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I did bet him. I'm a little concerned based on uh, some of the latest mocks that are coming out because I bet Juris Walker at under six and a half at even money. And, you know, it right now it, it feels like a coin flip. Everywhere you look, it's either five or seven. So Vicini and Gavoni, mm. their latest, they have them at seven. I see Hollinger has them at five, bunch of others also at that five spot. So that seems to be the debate with Walker. Is he going to go uh, five to Detroit or is he going to go seven to Indiana? Another really, I mean, this is like a really long shot, but I kind of like it is Keontae George out of Baylor. Uh, 29 mm-hmm. to one to go in the top 10 again. I mean, that's a long shot, but if you want to try and, you know, swing and, and get some value at something, I think he could be an interesting player to look at. Um, Kevin O'Connor has him 13th, so that's not all that off of of a top 10. And he's got Mm -hmm. a ton of upside. Athletic, he can run the point extremely well, good field for the game, and a great scorer. And he dropped off kind of in scoring towards the end of the season at Baylor, but he's had a couple massive games um, early on in the year. And he's Baylor's highest um, draft or highest um, recruit ever in Baylor history. So someone like that going to the Pacers at seven, Mavs at 10, maybe. I mean, for that type of value, 29 to one, I don't hate that. Yeah. I, it's when, when you're doing those top 10 bets, you definitely have to take a close look at the Mavs because that might be your last chance of, of the bet to get home. So you bring in Kyrie and working with Luca, like what, what exactly are they going to do? Um, and, and I'm sure that's part of the reason that the number for Koulibaly is at 11 and a half because yeah, yeah, they, they would take uh, a player that didn't come from college, right? They, they would take a different route because it's worked for them in the past. Uh, so I did see a lot of mocks that have him going at 10 overall, but uh, yeah, if you're making a top 10 bet, top 20 bet, you're going to want to look at the, the nine ten, the 1920 
picks and uh, trying to figure things out there too. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Rodgers keeps pounding the table for psychedelics. What he's up to now, we go off the board next. 